The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk about how to opt into self-care. This episode is for you if you have been looking for a way to build a self-care plan that's actually going to be impactful and last. If you've been hearing about the word self-care and been trying to pursue it for quite some time and yet are still confused as to actually what it is, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to define self-care. We're going to talk about the obstacles and myths and barriers that keep people from actually establishing self-care. And then we're going to talk about how to set up a plan. The goal is by the end of this episode that you can begin building your self-care plan immediately. And it will be both impactful and easy to do. As black women, self-care is a lot of times at the bottom of the list. And really, when I think about self-care, I think about it as an extension of self-love, a reflection of how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about the world in general. And self-care is a great way to take care of ourselves and to reject the historical and cultural myths that I'm always talking about that we always know are around us that teach us that black women need to be martyrs. They need to give of themselves to depletion to till there's nothing left. We are rejecting that. We are opting out of struggle and opting out of being exhausted and overextended and opting into self-love practices and doing that via self-care. When I think about self-care, I think about a good friend of mine named Farah Harris. She works a lot in this space, and she defines self-care as the daily intentional act of creating a life you don't want to run away from. And really, that's what it's all about. How can we really distill down self-care so that it's something we can do every day? We can do it mindfully and engaged with some intention And it all adds up that every single act of self-care, every single time we engage in a self-care activity, that ultimately what that means is that we are creating a life that we do not hate. We are creating a life that we love and that has meaning. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you already bought in on self-care. I am loving all the Instagram posts and the movement of soft living that black women are finally claiming as their right and as their desire. However, there may be some confusion about how you actually create this life, how you actually live softly. How do you get out of a life that maybe you're not thrilled about right now? And how do you opt into a life that is meaningful and is the kind of rich, beautiful existence that you do not want to run away from, you want to be forever present. And that's what we're going to get into today. 
we want to talk about some of the myths around self-care and some of the barriers to it. A lot of times when I talk about self-care with folks, I do this for a living with just people in general. But when I think about self-care in general and what stops us from engaging in self-care, so many of it is dealt with just the myths around it, that we really believe that self-care is going to take way too much time and we're very busy people, or that for some people, self-care is this admission that there's weakness behind it or that it's an indulgence. And we all know that as black women, we are taught to kind of be working, to grind, to take care of ourselves, to take care of our business, to take care of our loved ones, to take care of a partner, children, parents. So much falls upon women as far as the way society has constructed roles for us. And we have so many that we can sometimes feel that self-care is some kind of luxury or it is something that should be done sparingly because we have too much going on and it seems ungrateful or that we are somehow being selfish if we engage in self-care. I'm here to talk about another way to engage in self-care that has us rejecting that. So we want to get rid of those myths because self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not time-consuming or expensive or an indulge, you know, an indulgence. But rather, self-care is something that can be done in short sprints of time, and that is very practical. But you may be saying, that's great, Kelly, but I have a lot going on, that there are a lot of reasons why I don't engage in self-care. I am exhausted. I don't have motivation. I, I don't, I have guilt still. So even if I believe in soft living, I have guilt about that. Kelly here with an exciting announcement. We are doing what I'm calling our burnout bundle giveaway. That is going to be some of my favorite products and a one-on-one strategy call session with me. The giveaway is going to run from January 23rd to February 3rd with the winner being picked on the 7th. In order to win, you have to do one simple thing. You have to just subscribe to the newsletter. You'll find links to that on our website at blackgirlburnout.com and across our socials. We hope you enter and win. All right, back to our episode. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, 
plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash B-G-B. Rules and restrictions may apply. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross. Word talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths. You will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So let's talk about how to leave behind those myths that become barriers to us engaging in self-care and really learn some practical ways to do that, right? That There is a way to engage in self-care that does the following things, that makes you feel energized when you're exhausted, that makes you feel connected and close. Self-care should be something we can do quickly that energizes us. And in order to do that, then we need to shift our perspective on what self-care is and what it isn't. You know, self-care absolutely can be luxurious vacations, spa days, massages, bubble baths. I am a huge proponent of all of those things. But while those things are self-care, self-care isn't necessarily those things. That my goal is by the end of this episode for you to be able to figure out self-care for yourself that is free, that can be done in 15 minutes or less, and that should make you feel connected, whether it's to yourself, your intuition, your body, to a higher power if you're a spiritual person, or to family and friends and community. So how do we do that? We do that by first understanding that there are actually five pillars to self-care, that self-care has five components, that you need to be thinking about bringing self-love and balance and alignment in five areas of your life. And that includes self-care for your body, self-care for your mind, self-care for your heart, for your soul itself, and for work. 
Now, let me tell you briefly about what each of those means. When we're talking about self-care for the body, we're literally talking about your physical makeup, your the body that you carry with you every single day. When we talk about burnout, we know that a lot of times when people are burned out, they have physical symptoms. So self-care for the body should be targeting making sure that your body feels healthy, nourished, and happy. Self-care for the mind means anything involving your brain and how you think. When we are experiencing burnout again, a lot of times we have something called brain fog where we're just not able to think clearly. So targeting self-care activities for your mind helps prevent you from getting to that point where you are unable to think clearly. Self-care for the heart is all about taking care of your emotions. When we're burned out, we a lot of times feel an emotional numbness. And this numbness prevents us from actually feeling joy, which we know is is our legacy, it's our inheritance, it's our birthright. So self-care activities targeting the heart are all about releasing emotions and feeling good tapping into those emotions that bring joy and happiness. Self-care for the soul is all about feeling connected. And a lot of times burnout causes the exact opposite. It causes disconnection. So when we're talking about self-care for the soul, what we mean is we are talking about engaging in self-care that makes you feel connected to something bigger than yourself. For some people, that is religion. So it's going to be prayer. It's going to be attending religious services. For other people, we're going to talk about that while religion is self-care for the soul, self-care for the soul is not only religion. It's not always religion. So I want to give you a bunch of options for how to really nourish your soul, whether you practice a religion or you don't. And last but not least, self-care for work is just really important as we know that burnout a lot of times is happening in the workplace. So we need to think about different ways to bolster ourselves up so that we are not burning out in the workplace. So let's get into what some of those suggestions could be, how we could engage in self-care for ourselves, how we can avoid burnout and really tap into that joy. So let's go over some examples of self-care for the body really quickly. I want to be clear that there are some obvious things that people are going to tell you is self-care for the body. Exercise, which I now am calling joyful movement, and we'll talk about that in another episode eating well. Those things tend to be the typical things that people think of when it comes to self-care. But I also want to challenge you to think bigger. Again, we want to do something that brings us joy, that is quick. One of the ways to do that is by wearing an outfit that you like. That's self-care for the body. Putting on jewelry or clothing or anything that you makes you feel good. Self-care for the body. Self-care for the body can also be scheduling your annual exam. That simple act a lot of times we forget to do is an example of self-care for the body. Touch, intimacy, these are all examples of self-care for the body. When it comes to self-care for the mind, we want to think about things that engage our brain but don't make us 
feel exhausted or don't feel like work. So that could include reading for fun, trying something new, whether it's an activity or a new hobby, whatever that may be, taking time to unplug. You get to define what that means. You just need to do it, whatever that is. It also can be doing things we've talked about in this podcast previously, doing a daily affirmation, keeping a journal, saying no is an example of self-care, setting some boundaries. Those are all great examples of self-care for the mind. When we get into self-care for the heart, again, we want to tap into those emotions. So doing something that makes you laugh, spending time with a pet. There's tons of studies that demonstrate that animals are healthy for us. They release all these great happy hormones that make us feel so much better. Doing an act of kindness for somebody else is is great for the heart. Crying is such a healthy release. That is self-care for our heart. Anything that comforts you, I think for me, it's like having this great cup of tea, my favorite blanket, and a good book are all comfort things. Maybe like a little piece of chocolate that I love. Those are the things that comfort me. And so they take care of my heart. It also can mean engaging in meaningful conversation. Self-care for the heart can simply be connecting with the people you love and having those conversations. We've all had them where we just feel so much better. We get to have a heart-to-heart with someone we care about. Self-care for the soul is all about connection. So for some, that may be prayer, religious practices, meditation, spending time to do those things. But I want to also expand your mind to thinking about what self-care for the soul could be. It can also be a gratitude practice. It can be spending time in nature. It can be engaging in the arts, engaging in activities that inspire you. So they could be social activities or some social cause that you care about. Anything involving connecting to something bigger than yourself, which the arts often have us do, a gratitude practice usually does, and being in nature, practicing yoga, all of these things are self-care for the soul. And last but not least, self-care for work. What are some examples of that? Connecting with your colleagues, decorating your workspace, eating lunch. These are practical things. Putting your out of office up when you are going on vacation. Simple, small things create a self-care practice that we can actually stick with. So I've given you a ton of examples. And if you have had time to write them down with a pen and paper, I hope you have. If not, re-listen, you'll get some of those suggestions again. So based on all that we've talked about, your healing practice becomes the following. You're going to develop your own self-care plan. My ask is for you to pick one pillar of self-care to work on each day for the next five days. So you're going to pick your heart, your body, your soul, your mind, and your work. One day for each of those pillars. You're only going to have to do a total of a 15-minute investment in the next five days. And my ask is that you spend, you pick one pillar, you take five minutes and write down 
what task you're going to do for the day. So what is going to be your self-care for your body today or your mind or whatever you're picking? And then at the end of the day, once you've completed that task, you take a couple minutes to write a sentence or two about how that made you feel. Is there any difference in your energy level or is there any difference in connection today because you chose to have lunch with a colleague, let's say? That's it. You pick one pillar every day for the next five days. You pick an activity. You write how you felt engaging in that activity and if you notice a difference in your energy level. Doing this with regularity, building up a system with which you are going to commit to doing this day after day, you will see results. You will see results right away, but you will also see yourself building this life that you don't want to run away from, that isn't filled with burnout and has you opting out of struggle. So that's it for today's episode. I'm so excited you're here. As always, you can support the podcast in one of four ways. You could just tell a friend, spread the word about this podcast. If you feel moved to go beyond that, you could make my whole life and submit a review on this podcast. You can do that via Apple Podcasts and leave a message if you feel inclined to or throw up those five stars. You also can do this via Spotify, which a lot of you are doing, where you can just rate the podcast from your phone. You can also subscribe to the podcast and all the social channels. Those are always in the show notes. Last but not least, you can subscribe to the newsletter. This newsletter is going to be your one-stop shop to find out what giveaways we have going on at any time. Also, you're going to get bonus episodes, guided visualizations, and affirmations dropped into your inbox once a month. So that's it. Until the next episode, as always, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.